Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I hope you're very well. Live from Glasgow this morning with the uh, with the brilliant Fred McCauley. Good morning, Jason. Good How morning. Are you? I'm really well, thank you. Is that on that? Is that, is that microphone you, back you on? Do you, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. They're all up. I don't know how it works. I don't know how it works, Fred. I'm in a weird little pokey studio. Every time I turn up, they put us in these tiny little back rooms. It's like it's almost like I'm nobody outside of my own house. Should I just keep nodding until... Yeah, that'd be great, yeah. <laughs> it'll be a fader. We'll work it out. Fader. Somebody will fix it. Someone will fix it. Anyway, we're here. We'll work it out. This is... Jason Manford. This is... Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Are we on? You are yes, <laughs> it's working. Phew! Listen, I messaged one of my kids. I messaged all my kids. I said, "I'm on uh, Absolute Radio with Jason Manford." One of them replied, "No, you're not." <laughs> yes, you weren't. You <laughs> so definitely they're listening. weren't. They're listening. But you are now. Yes, I am. We're here now. I was going. I, I, usually, when I get comics on, Fred. Um, yeah. They uh, they come on and they're you know they've not done radio before or you know they and they sit in and I like feel like even though I've only been doing it for a few, you know a few years that I'm always, I feel like a bit of an old hand I'm like well you just got to do this and do this uh-huh. and it'll be all right you know and now and today's the first day of coming to my show and and I'm nervous you are I, how how long did you do your show for eighteen years eighteen just, years I think it was about a month and a half short of eighteen years Fred Macaulay show and yeah. you did it for eighteen years <laughs> and, and five days a week my goodness. Yeah, I know. You would think I would know what to do. <laughs> yeah, when I, when those mics weren't working, I was like, Fred. <laughs> my my policy was always hit as many buttons as you could. <laughs> they, ne- they never let me in charge of the you know the the output. Oh, really? There was always an engineer between me and, ah. uh, and the listeners. Yeah. Well, actually, funnily enough, they do let they do let me press play here right. at uh, Absolute, but up here in Glasgow. They've got not got that function. So throughout the show today, you will hear just moments of me just like gradually getting to the end of a link and hopefully somebody in London pressing play. It's a very complicated system. I love these multiple broadcasts. There was one uh, on this morning, they were doing a Dawn chorus on another channel and they were yeah. in Ireland, Slovenia and Scotland and the Irish would, and now we go over to Slovenia and you go, hello, this is Amsterdam. <laughs> uh, all right, sorry, uh, have, we got, have we got Graham? Uh, no, this is Malcolm here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if you're up and about this morning, do let us know. Always nice to hear from you. Let us know what you're up to, what's uh, dragged you out of bed. Are you usually a morning person, Fred? I'm. Uh, yes, I am. Even even to this day, I still get up pretty sharp. Yeah. I love to get up and out of the bed. I, I wish I was. I really want but to be one of those people. Family, man. Yeah, that's. The, I think that's what it is. It's because yeah. they get me out of bed before I'm ready. Yeah. Not quite ready to get up. I mean, if you've got to get up, you know. Uh, JD's message here to say he's out of bed this morning. He's got, the cows keep pooing. I've got to keep shifting. That's what he's doing this morning. The cows keep what? You heard pooing. Oh, pooing. Yeah, yeah, and he's got to keep shifting. <laughs> That's his job this morning. That's what he, I mean. That's a Sunday morning job. Crikey, <laughs> that reminds me of the old uh, the, the old circus worker joke. Remember that one? Go on. He's, the, he's, he's working in a carnival and he's shifting uh, stuff. Elephant mm-hmm. dung. Yeah, and uh, and he's doing that. He's been doing it for twenty five years. You know, and. Uh, a guy walks past and he's sort of watching me. He says, Crikey, how long have you been doing this? 25 years been doing this job. He says, you don't find it demeaning. Do you, want to, do you not want to, you know, do something else with your life? He said, what? And give up show business? <laughs> <laughs> uh, John from Rygate, he says, I'm on the M40 with my son Sam on the way up to Manchester to see Man City pick up the Premier League trophy today. The best team in the land and all the world. I mean, they're doing it. They've won. They've won. To be yeah, fair, they've done all right. Dry, aren't they? Yeah, that's yeah. It. must be weird to carry on playing the games after you've won the league. I know. Weird is it Huddersfield you're playing? Huddersfield, yeah. We'll be taking a leaf out of Brighton's book and out of um, um, that would really West spoil West Bromwich Albion's book. That would really spoil let's, the day, wouldn't let's, it? Aye, let's beat one of these big boys. <laughs> Ooh, let's see what happens. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Quarter to six, my alarm went off this morning, Jason, and I drove across country. I was uh, 
I, I woke up nearby. Well, I do, but I was in St Andrews last night. Oh, I see. Uh, way over on the east coast. What a journey over this morning! Absolutely beautiful. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I, bet. I, I bet. saw a lot of heavy horses this morning. <laughs> that's I didn't get out and weigh them, but I mean, these, I think that's the name for them. That, that, heavy I know, horses. I know exactly the ones you yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. It's like they've got flares. Yes, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's riding those. <laughs> no, Good luck getting on one of them, no. mate. And 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 you know, just this beautiful picture of a a, a mare and her foal oh, with a bit of mist lovely. over the field. It was stunning, absolutely I I had, stunning. I, I had a moment because obviously, sort of all the drives up here in Scotland are beautiful. I was I was Newcastle to Edinburgh. Uh-huh. Was, well, I did the, that journey the other day, and then I did uh, Edinburgh to Carlisle and Carlisle back to Glasgow. It was yeah. terribly organised. Uh, tours yes. mine, <laughs> and, uh, but that was a uh, that the beautiful drive. And I had a moment where, because these days, I mean, I, maybe we're different, but these days I do find myself. I was in the back of a car to be fair. I wasn't driving. I was, right. I was being spoiled. But I was. I found myself just on my phone or my, on my iPad or you know whatever, just watching telly. And then, and then at one point, I just know. sort of looked out of the window and. I just stayed there for 25 minutes looking yeah. out that window. Thought, yeah. look what you're missing. What am I missing? I know. And I'm, a moment I saw, I saw some sheep and uh-huh. I saw about eight lambs running around, like <sighs> full of joy, just yeah. little kids, yeah. little, little children running around. And I, I actually, I laughed. <laughs> I laughed out loud at lambs. I thought, oh, cracky, I must be getting older now. I've just got an idea. I'm going to get a Scotland scenery app. <laughs> I like For that. people, they can watch it on their iPhone. <laughs> That's what you need. Little yeah. camera on the outside of your car, but yeah, so you can watch outside with your phone. And <laughs> I, I saw that as the exact <laughs> scene yesterday: lambs gambling uh, about, yeah. Oh. And then I saw one lying down, and I thought, "Oh, is it okay?" But I thought, oh, "It's not up to me." <laughs> I can't yeah. stop. I've got no. a gig to go to. <laughs> it's not my time. Uh, so that's what me and Fred are doing. We're just looking at the, at the nature up here in uh, in Scotland. What are you doing this morning? Uh, Aaron is up. He's fishing with his dad in Norfolk. Sweet. That's a nice thing to be doing. The weather's good for that. Claire Burnley got up this morning um, to make her son and husband sausage butties while they're still in bed. Wow. Sausage butties. Wow. I didn't think I was hungry. Yeah, what? Until a... I heard sausage butties. I could eat one of them right now. Uh, who else is up and about? Look, so many people this morning. Bev says her band Leg Puppy. That's a good name for a band like that. They're filming their first video today, which sounds right full on showbiz. You're uh-huh. like, oh, Bev, welcome to show business. Doing your first uh, music video today. So it's an early start to get to London, to uh, filming to commence in the early afternoon. And in true British style, she, style, she says, there's a rail replacement service today. Uh-huh. So the whole band are on the bus. <laughs> Welcome. Good luck. To Welcome to show business, exactly, yeah. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Can I say hello to somebody? Absolutely. Uh, because free. on my way over here, I thought what I need is a coffee and there is a drive through place just up the road. Yeah. And uh, Lauren... Mm-hmm. Who's a new listener to Jason Manford's oh, show? For she said, uh, "What are you doing today?" I said, uh, "Do you know Jason Manford?" She said, "No." I That's said, "I'm going to be going to be on his, his radio show." She said, "All oh, right, absolute radio." So I uh, hope you're listening in, and your coffee was excellent. Thank well, you very much. There you go. Look yeah. at that. That's and fine. I didn't even mention the brand. I mean, so that's because not... you've still got your BBC head on. <laughs> that's we don't right, care. Yeah. Here. We're, yeah, all right, we're okay. absolutely fine. We're well, totally fine. You mention okay. them all, and hopefully they'll send us yeah. some free ones. Yeah. Do you know uh, <laughs> the thing that we've got, Jason, is that we we kind of assume people know who we are, and she didn't know who I who I was. Yes, she was, it was just a general chat, uh, and I've been doing this bit in in my show, which is that uh, I was putting a car in to get serviced, mm. and the girl that was checking it in said, uh, could, "Could you leave me your mobile phone number?" And she said, and "What's your name?" Yeah. It's Macaulay, M-A-C-A-U-L-A-Y, as in Fred. And when she heard that, she looked up, looked me straight in the eye and she said, I went to see him last year. Oh. <laughs> right, and I'm two, two, two feet away from her. And I'm going, what, the comedian? She went, yeah. And I said, was he funny? And she said, no. Oh, no. That's not what you need. <laughs> it wasn't me, I have to say. She, oh, she had me mixed up with somebody oh, good. else. Oh, yeah. God She'd been to see a character comedian oh, right. who she thought was Fred McCoy. I said, listen, I am... I'm Fred McCoy. Yes, please. And, she, and I could see her go, aye, of course you are. <laughs> Can you go back through all the people you've told this story and tell them I'm not the same person exactly. you were thinking about? Yeah, no, I, I I, sort of get to a point where I would, I never assume. Yeah. Because I just think that's embarrassing. I think you can if you're Connolly, can't you? I certainly, yeah. oh, I mean, if, absolutely. Yeah. If you're a legendary yeah. status, yeah, I think you get to a point. And also if you're distinctive in look. Yes. I think you can. But no, I, 
the, the, I remember one time somebody just um, I was in I think I was in at Chester Zoo or something with the uh-huh. kids and uh, this couple come over to me and she went she said we love you <laughs> and I said oh thanks very much that's very nice oh uh-huh. every time you come on the telly me and my husband we're in bits we love it I said that's really nice thanks very much she went she said in fact we're only with Plusnet because of you and I, I said I'm not that I'm not that bloke from the Plusnet adverts. <laughs> She was like, "You are." I was like, "I promise <laughs> you." Honestly, I promise mm-hmm. you, yeah. you, are. you are. You are yeah. <laughs> convincing me. I got to the end. I was thinking, maybe I am. Maybe I am that guy. Yeah. <laughs> I have a word of amazing. What, what did we get for the Plusnet advert? <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't I get any of it? Yes. Um, it's always nice to hear from an old friend, isn't it? I got text here. Hello, Jason. Props, Dave. Uh, from the One Show. All right, uh, props. Props, Dave. Uh, he's working at uh, Pussycat Lodge today, a cat's home charity. Always <laughs> listens on a... I know. <laughs> I'm glad you put that bit. <laughs> Always listen to you on a Sunday morning. Thanks, props, Dave. That's nice to hear from you. Props, Dave. I remember when I uh, hosted the One Show. Um, he was the guy that whatever you... Like, whatever you wanted. Uh-huh. The guy just had it in a lockup. <laughs> yeah. It was unbelievable. And he would just set stuff up. I remember one time pr- playing uh, ping pong with Salman Rushdie. Uh-huh. You know, you've seen the one show. <laughs> so uh, I just said yes, and then and it took a wee while for me to compete. Yeah, just... You what? You were, yeah. yeah. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and he just had every, was everything. Was a doubles match? Everything. Was, or were you playing against Salman Rushdie? It was Rushdie? me versus Salman oh, right. Rushdie, yeah. yeah. Is he a mean ping pong player? Yeah, he's pretty good. Because he had a lot of time indoors to practice, well, didn't he? Well, I think he? that's probably what it was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's how you get good at ping pong. <laughs> in fact, in my family, we, there's a, a ping pong table at my um, table tennis uh-huh. at my uh, at my parents' house in the, out back. And every so often, very competitive, very Irish competitive family, uh-huh. like right into it, you know. And we always, every so often, we get to momentum and we and we have a big family tournament and we all play. Yeah. And every year, the final is against the two is it two uncles, two uncles, Uncle Dennis, Uncle Stephen, right? And they have both learnt table tennis and, and got good at table tennis from very different sides of the tracks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm guessing where one of them was. One of them was church uh-huh, and the at, other, at the youth club. At Her one. Majesty's Pleasure. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I think there should be two types of ping pong, uh, fatwa and non-fatwa. <laughs> Where real music matters. Fred McCauley's with me this morning. So I am. Live here in Glasgow. Yes. Love it up here. But you know, we're, we're technically we're in Clyde Bank. I know. I could, this, is told me the, this. this is the uh, the home of Kevin Bridges. Of course, yes. Yeah. Of course. Well, I texted Kevin yesterday, actually. Because um, I've, I've sort of made a new rule now. Go on. Now I'm on, t- when I'm on tour. Well, because I spend a lot of time by myself, Fred. Mm-hmm. And after doing the musicals, which you very nicely came to see last time we were up here, and, uh, you know, I did Chitty, I did the producers, I really enjoyed being part of a, an on, you know, ensemble, yeah. a, a, a company. And now I'm on tour by myself. Um, it's just a bit lonely, Dave. So you can, to be yeah, honest. I know, yeah, I know what it's like. So yeah. yeah, so I just was Catch up like, with pals. Yeah, so I went, when I was in Edinburgh the other uh-huh. day, I had a little message and uh, I saw, I just have a little look who's on at the comedy club. Yes. And obviously some nights I think, nah, I'll, nah. Leave, I'll leave it. <laughs> I know them. <laughs> yeah, exactly, uh-huh. yeah. But um, but yeah, the other morning I had uh, a lovely uh, breakfast with Scott Capuro and uh, Eddie Brimson. Uh-huh. And then in the afternoon, although I don't, re- I didn't really know her, she's an American comic, uh, and uh, Carmen... Uh, Carmen Lynch, she's called. Don't know her. Fabulous comic. And uh-huh. I'd seen her on Conan, actually. All right. I'd seen her on Conan. Anyway, she was playing the playing the club there. So I managed to get in touch. I said, oh, I'm in town if you want to... And just had like an hour of coffee in the afternoon. So funny. Like, you know, you meet someone where you're like, uh-huh. your sides are hurting. And is she over she's, visiting from yeah. the States or is she living here now? She's just visiting. She's right. back. Then she's... I think she's doing um, Saturday Night Live. I think she's she's one yep. of those guys. Yep. Yeah. But if you get a chance to see her, she's... Well worth it. Excellent. Absolutely Good hilarious. Um, so yeah, so that was. Uh, so I text Kevin just to sort of say, I mean, he was in uh, Loch Lomond, so he wasn't around. Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, and last time we were in town, we we, we went head o- head over to your house. Had you a little did. Bit of uh, quick bite to eat. Post show uh, uh, meal. Or, or as a lot of visitors call it, Lake Loch Lomond. Is that the, yeah, is that the American we went up your it? Lake Loch Lomond. <laughs> <laughs> well, yesterday, funnily enough, there was a, a, a me and my wife had a rice smile yesterday because we were um, at the Science Centre. Yes, uh, in Glasgow, which, by the way, is 
amazing. Brilliant. Like, what a... And I I go to a lot of museums with children. It's one of the best. It's fantastic. And we went to see a science show while we were there, um, which was about water. And there was a bit where they went to explain the um, water cycle system. Uh And they they put the picture up. I even took a picture of the picture because it was like... uh, uh, And it goes into the clouds. And 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 it rains down into a lock. And it was written down lock. And I was like... Of course it is. Loch. Yeah, loch. I love that. That's <laughs> great. Love it up here. Uh, we're going to be talking very shortly about expensive mistakes. An absolutely fantastic story. I mean, not for the person involved, of course, uh, in the paper uh, this week, which I'm going to tell you about very shortly. Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. On the text this morning, really lovely to hear from you. Thanks for all your messages this morning, people making me feel hungry. Uh, Nicola and James and Joe are up this morning having breakfast, banana pancakes, and they're preparing a barbecue for later. What is it about Brits? So, Blink hint, of sunshine. Yeah. We're out there. Yep. Fire up the barbecue. You know what I feel sorry for? Uh, I feel sorry for um, for women, actually, in this weather. I do. Oh, well, straight go women, on, really. Go on. Well, because, you know... This is some territory you're I know, but I'm here. going for it. I do feel sorry. Because... In this sunshine, right, what I like about it is that everyone obviously enjoys the sunshine. I, when I look at people and the things they wear in the sunshine, women seem to just get it right. They look great, they're, they, they look cool because the weather's nice, mm-hmm. and they look fantastic, right? They, they're taken in the sun. Okay. There's a bit of skin on show, happy right. days. So where's the downside? The downside is men just can't get it right. And these poor women have got to look at these oh, blokes just... <laughs> They're uh-huh. not getting it right. Your shorts are horrible. Yeah. Put your top back on. Your tan only goes up to to just over your elbow. Uh-huh. It's. I feel sorry for them. What's it like in Manchester airports when you're departing? <laughs> Do you see people heading for the sun going through the airport? Because at Glasgow Airport, mm. I go through there pretty often, and I think at some parts of the year. I'm the only person whose trousers come all the way down to my shoes. <laughs> yes. They sort of dress for the, what the weather's going to be like when they get Correct. there. Correct, yes. Yeah. And then they'll come back here, they'll fly in from Tenerife, they'll get in at yeah. half past five on a late <laughs> yeah, September freezing. morning in a vest <laughs> and a pair of shorts and flip-flops. I'm one of those people who get I get changed on the plane, me. I go pop to the loo yeah. and I get changed when I'm on there as well. Because <laughs> I know you, mean, you don't want to make that mistake. Also, it always, also seems to be the only time... Uh, you're allowed to start drinking before seven o'clock without your friends having an intervention. Uh-huh. Just getting the pints in. There is one of our airports here down the, down the coast a wee bit. I don't know if they still do it, but they were advertising breakfast and a pint, six ninety five. <laughs> yeah, Welcome to Scotland. That's not good. That's not good. Uh, well, that could actually link in with our subject this morning. We're talking the most expensive mistakes you've ever made. There was a story in the paper about a woman who accidentally uh, gave a kebab shop uh, a, a tip. She right. gave them a tip by accident. I mean, I don't know if you've bought a kebab. I can't remember the last time I gave them a tip. No. <laughs> I've never bought a kebab using my car. No, definitely not. <laughs> she accidentally typed in her PIN number right. into the amount uh-huh. on the card machine. I don't even know how it must have happened. She must have been absolutely hammered. Uh, but the she gave them a tip of £5,650. So... Now we know her pin number as well. <laughs> um, that is, and now she's it was in Switzerland, uh, but apparently she is. Uh, they're not giving it back. Like she's having oh, this big on. legal legal uh, argument with them, and uh, having to. That's an honest mistake, isn't it? I mean, it, it really is. Yeah, that's like buying seven flats. Uh, and not declaring it. That, that is an honest mistake. It's easy done. It's it easy done. Absolutely easy done. Well, but they, now they know her PIN number. Yes. Uh, well, I'm changing my PIN to 0001 in case... <laughs> Just the heaven comes yeah. up. I don't even know how it's happened. But this happened to her. It's out there. And it is an ex- very, very expensive mistake. And uh, we, of course, have the Absolute Radio... Egg cups to give away this morning. Yeah, the Jason Manford egg cups, Fred. That's the sort of thing we uh, give away on this show. What do you used to give away on your show? Do you have a little? Uh... Well, uh, because it was the BBC, we used <laughs> to give away certain things, and then there was a, a great, there was a to do oh. uh, over giveaways at the BBC, and it all came to a shuddering halt. Oh no! Yeah, do you not remember? There was a oh, there, something yes. happened at Blue Peter. And That's it meant right. that we couldn't give away T-shirts or mugs or anything like that. <sighs> we we once gave away a trip to New York. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Back in the old days, before when the, before the BBC had Jonathan an accounts Ross department. Jonathan Ross and Russell Brand spoilt it for all of us. 
Fred McCauley's my guest this morning. So I am. He's here. And I'm still here in the second hour. I know, right? It was his bite. Yeah. I mean, not for the listeners. We're pretty chirpy for 9.10, aren't we? Well, yeah, we are, yeah. <laughs> sort of. I mean, we're not, we have a little doze, don't we, while yeah. the songs are on. People used to say, how do you do it, Fred? How do you manage, you know, to be up every morning? I said, it's great. It's a great job to keep up the pretense of cheeriness for two hours. <laughs> yeah, that's true, yeah. You can trick yourself into it. Although I've just been busted. Go uh, on. Fred. So last night I came in from my gig uh, into the hotel room. My wife, my daughter was fast asleep, mm-hmm. fast asleep in the in the room there. And I was just starving, like really hungry. And I, 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 lately I've been on a bit of a health kick. And I thought, okay. you know, I'm not going to... I'm not going to eat anything. I'd look at the room service menu and they only had, you know, toasties and, you know, I thought, no, I'm not going to... Or whatever the chef's left, uh-huh. you know what I mean? I thought, no, I'm not going to do that. And then I thought, well, what's in that cupboard there? So I looked in the cupboard and there was um, a couple of those tunnock tea cakes oh. just on the side, you know. Irresistible. Well, exactly, exactly. So I made a cup of tea and I just just chomped down, you know. And uh, and then I did that thing where I um, I got the wrappers because obviously they're foil. They go up really yeah. small, don't they? And uh, and I, I put I, there was a bin and I put them at the bottom of the bin. The wrappers at the bottom of the bin, so my wife wouldn't see the wrappers. You uh, didn't even put one inside the other. I should have done that. Well, it doesn't matter anything. I've been busted. Era. My daughter. My three-year-old daughter has woken up this morning. She's woke her mum up at whatever time, quarter past seven, to say, Mummy, Daddy ate both of them. And she'd been promised the tea cakes yesterday as like a, if you're a good girl, you can have those tea cakes, one of those tea cakes in the morning. And I I just rinsed them both. Oh, no. Absolutely. Well, what I do know, Jason, is my local knowledge uh, that are... Places in Glasgow that will have tea sure? cakes. Yeah, sure? I'm pretty sure. Be, and they I'm might pre- even be open on a Sunday. So I think you're fine. <laughs> I think you're all right. I said, just ring down to reception. <laughs> That's the sort of thing they'll have. Cakes. But they're bound to. I mean, if they put them in the room. Exactly. Yeah. Of course. You know, we're talking about expensive oh, so mistakes. Nice. Oh, yes. And this is almost like an apocryphal story, but it did happen to us. <laughs> right. Youngest son, Ian, we were all away for a weekend, cousins mm. and all the rest of it. Mum and dad, aunt and uncle down for dinner, left the kids in the room, went back up, and Ian's going, Dad, this is incredible. Watch this. And he lifted the phone up, dialed the room service button. Um, could we have more sandwiches and chips, please? And uh, Coca-Cola. And put it down. It comes. They bring it up. It's unbelievable. For, and for free. He, he was about nine at the time. I was going, no, there is a cost. Oh, bless him. Bless him. We are talking expensive mistakes this morning. Uh, what has it cost you? What mistake has cost you money? Uh, after this uh, woman in Switzerland... Put in her PIN number instead of uh, up, uh, the PIN number for the amount. Cost her £5,650 to buy a kebab. That must have been a nice kebab. Uh, my most expensive mistake, someone says, uh, tripping over at work four days before my wedding day and ended up in hospital and missing my uninsured wedding of £10,000. Crikey. Oh, my goodness. That must. You, I wonder if they got married. I don't know. Did they bother after that? Let us know. Oh, crikey. Uh, we had uh, £30 donuts from a supermarket in France once, Jason. It wasn't until we left that we realised they should have been €3. Euros. Uh, still expensive for two, if you ask me, but just drove off, didn't realise. That's that. I mean, that's not as bad as the wedding one. The wedding one's winning so far. Yeah. Crikey, there's a well, lot the, coming the, in. The, the Swiss one, though, mm. five, six, five, surely that was Swiss francs, not pounds. I hate to be picky. Yeah, no, you're quite right. But it does. that's what it says in the paper, yeah. £5,650, so... Don't trust what you read in the papers. I mean, where would that lead? I mean, it's the Metro, though. They, they seem, they seem like they haven't got an edge. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio, where real music matters. We're talking expensive mistakes. There's a lot coming in this morning. Listen to this one, Fred. What we got? Uh, my most expensive mistake was getting so drunk. Emma says in Swindon. Uh, she says getting so drunk in London at works do that I missed the last train home. Okay, it can be easily done. So I got a black cab to Swindon. The driver quite rightly insisted on a payment up front of two hundred and fifty pounds. That's what? how much that trip was going to cost. But back in Swindon, I was so still really drunk, and I didn't believe him when he said I'd already paid. So I paid him another two hundred and fifty pounds after I made him stop at the cash machine. The next morning, my husband asked me why I didn't just go 
to my brothers in Islington instead, in North London. I'd forgotten my own brother has lived in London for the last 20 years and I'd spent all the money I'd been saving for Christmas. That's a shocker. Also, the cab driver really... I know, you should have... I mean, he could have really insisted. No, honestly, you have paid me. That's a bit mean of him, that, I think. There's a a chap um, who has a surname which is the same name as a a town in Scotland. Right. And he needed a taxi journey home and he was a bit drunk. And uh, it was like... I can say his surname. His surname was Brechin. Right. And uh, it was taxi for Brechin. And he got in, and what was meant to be a 20-minute journey ride, the guy woke him up at Forfar and said, well, that's as nearly a breaking. What? Oh, no. <laughs> that's an expensive it mistake. Uh, I love this Changed one. Changed his name. Yeah, it's a good idea, yeah. <laughs> Probably cheaper. <laughs> uh, Martin in Exeter says, my expensive mistake happened when I was moving house. I had all my clothes in black bags. I left them outside for my friend to come round to pick them up, not realising the bin men were on their way. When my friend knocked on to pick him up in his car, they'd all gone. Oh, my goodness. What would you do? Every item of clothing gone. It's uh, such a shame. Let's start again. Imagine starting again now. Yeah. Your wardrobe. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's all you can do. What would you do? I know. And I don't know that you would have it insured or anything like that. Did did you ever work as a bin man? Uh, Do you know what? No, I haven't. I've done one... I did one shift Uh as as a city centre bin man. Um, but not not for real. I was no. I was presenting a TV show. <laughs> they were like, "Why don't you, right. why don't you try and do a good, tough job, Jason?" Yes. So Here's your high vis jacket. Go <laughs> yes. and sit in the cab. But my goodness, I because I used to do like a sort of flippant joke about bin men. You know, modern day bin men uh-huh. compared to what they used to be like back in the day. Because it looked to me that the bin lorry was doing a lot of the work. Yeah, you had to put the bins out on the curb now. Yep. Then they just wheel it to the lorry and then up it goes. That's right. Does it for you. Not like back in the day when they were coming to your garden. They had to walk around the back of the house. Yeah. Take the bag. If you had bags, you had to take the bags out of the bin. Yes. Some of them didn't have bags. You had to put the bin on your shoulder. Oh. I did that. I'm old enough to remember. I, and I did that. Wow. I did a shift uh, one, one summer uh, as, a, as a bin man. And on the first morning, uh, I went home with some, some goodies. Mm. I had a denim jacket, a knapsack... <laughs> Right, nice. An old canvas knapsack yeah. and a bowler hat. <laughs> and I would love to have known who was the guy that threw that out? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've had enough of these three things. They're good in the bin. <laughs> and it. I got them. That's brilliant. Yeah, a bowler hat. That's, not even, I don't think I've ever even seen anyone in real life. My size, bowler. too. That's impressive. I, I, it is a tough job. I must say, even after doing that one shift, yeah. I was like, okay. I actually took those jokes out of my set. I was like, no, I'm, gonna, I'm not going right. to do this anymore. I always remember as a kid seeing no hot, ha- no hot ashes yes. on, the, on the lid of the bin. And obviously they only put signs on things when it's happened a lot that they need to warn people. There must have been a point where people were like, I'm going to put these hot ashes in the bin. <laughs> but I'm going to wait till we've got a plastic bin. <laughs> yes. These bin where we're picking them up yeah. and hot ashes everywhere. <laughs> Crikey. Yeah. People were crazy back then. Uh, they, they have changed the urban landscape. Sorry, Jason. No, I, well, I, I no, no, it's fine. They've changed the urban landscape now, these these wheelie bins, because you, you now look at rows of houses and mm. all you can see are the bins out the front. Yes, they have actually, quite right. All different colours. And, yeah. and there's even, like, the... The people who go around washing your wheelie bins now. Yeah, I know. That's like a job. Uh, Wash a wheelie bin. You get stickers on the front to make them all flowery. Yeah. A whole industry. So I'm, I'm rebelling. Uh, so what I'm doing, I've, I've taken our, our four different coloured wheelie bins and I've thrown them in the ocean. <laughs> That's a good shout. I like that. It's a good start. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. Matters. Morning, Jason. We're driving through the Lake District after a night camping and we're looking out of the windows at the beautiful views, including the sheeps. Sheeps? Sheeps? They've actually put sheeps. Sheeps, plural. I think it's what just sheep. What about the lambs? It's just sheep. Singular. Yeah. Have you I've seen any been... gambling lambs? Have a laugh. Gambling? Gambling. <laughs> gambling. <laughs> I see your wool and I raise you. Uh, yeah, I've already been picked up. So that'll be another one now. That'll be a text in because I said sheeps. Uh, somebody else picked me up on before. They said uh, Annie in rugby. Jason, it's just pin, not pin number. All right, fair enough. By saying pin number, you're actually saying number twice. Yeah. All right, Anne. Have a day off, love. Come on. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Is I it get... pedantic person or just pedant? ATM machine that's the other one isn't it uh, yeah that's good yeah. Yeah. I don't know what she is but she's texting anyway um, no offence I'm going to be like that on the way home I can feel it I'm going to be boring my kids on the way home they're going to be I'm going to be like put your iPads down look at the windows I'm going to be that guy now I'm going to be that dad we're looking at Fred's 
Scotland app. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you might need one for your tour, to be honest, because your tour's uh, Scotland-based, it is. isn't it? Yeah, although I'm, I'm going to Berwick. Uh, which is technically England uh, technically, Yeah, at the moment, yeah. yeah It's a bit like Kim Jong-un Stepping over the border <laughs> I'll shake hands with somebody And then Beetle back, back across Beetle back across But yeah uh, And normally uh, I would do Harrison Lewis Which mm. are the Outer Hebrides But this time it's the Northern Isles I'm including Orkney and Shetland Oh right, I'm uh, doing Shetland actually Are you? Yeah, I've never the Marilo, done that before yeah. uh-huh. You will have a ball I'm looking and forward they, to that they, they love the fact that people go up there I don't yeah. know why more comics don't do it Well, because it's so far away yeah. from us <laughs> <So long laughs> That's way, the reason yeah. uh, And over to Isla, which is an Inner Hebrides right. island But that coincides with a whiskey festival Oh, you've done well there <laughs> You've done well I, As you know, I, 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 don't like, I, I don't like drinking whiskey <laughs> <laughs> I force myself to maybe twice a year I'll have whiskey. Yes. Yeah. So <clears> you've, <throat> you've your tour is what twenty dates something like that. It's, it's, yeah, it yeah. is. It's, it's kind of like an Edinburgh warm up. Yes. Uh, and you know, I mean, your tour's a hundred and eighty dates. Right, it's ridiculous. So when you use the word tour, I, I go. Yeah. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> it's a drive here and there. And uh, and I, I do it at this time of the year around Scotland. And yeah. I just think it's a wonderful thing. And is it called anything? Is it themed on anything? So, or? This is 30 years on. This is my 30th anniversary. On the is 19th it really? of May, with 30 years since I took wow. that bold step onto the stage. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I, yeah, October's my 20th year. Uh huh. So that well, is, you must have been dead young. I was sixteen, yeah. Good grief! 16, or just yeah, between sixteen and seventeen. Yeah, I was so. thirty-one, right? <sighs> so I'd I'd already had a career, and uh, somebody was asking, "Can you still remember that first gig?" I said, "Of course you can." Yes. And Where was the, it? The Terror. We did it in the Moyer Hall in Glasgow. Right. Uh, and it was a, it was the year after they started. So you think you're funny in Edinburgh? The competition. Yeah. yeah. So we're a, a similar one in Glasgow, which was called. So you think you're funny? <laughs> a bit more of a threat. <laughs> yeah. uh, and uh, myself, Bruce Morton, was he yeah. did that? Yeah. Stu Who, Parrot. Great. Uh, Jeff Boyce. Uh, wow. Loads oh, of people started. We've been going out. that long, crikey. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that with the, there's a slight difference in um, in Glasgow when it, when I'm on tour, I get a lot of messages saying, "Oh, I hope you're funny. Um, I hope this is funny. I hope this is going to be a good show tonight." I get that a lot. And uh, when I was doing the gigs That's yesterday, nice. in um, I was getting tweets saying, "You better be funny. You better be funny." That as well. You better be funny. All right. You better be informed tonight, Macaulay. <laughs> like I'm trying. <laughs> Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music Fred McCauley is my guest this morning. He's on tour at the moment uh, in up in Scotland. So if you uh, where we're from this morning. So if you want to find out what dates uh, he is doing, you can go and check at fredmacaulay.com and go see a very funny, very funny show. Thank you very, very much. Funny man, always good. Uh, we've um, well, we've sort of we keep bumping into each other, don't we? We have one of those relationships, yes, in business, yeah. where uh, in the show business, and it's sort of it's been weird, even for the last hour and a half or so, being on this side of the desk talking to somebody who I feel like I'm doing kick-ups next to Pele. Like, <laughs> oh, I mean, eighteen years you did I, your show I, for. I, the I radio. got away with it for eighteen years. I mean, it wasn't like it was. <laughs> I didn't win any prizes for it. Was there any moments? Because I, I mean, I have it on this show sometimes. Was there any moments that? You, you, you've got a guest or uh-huh. something's happened and, and your eyes are widening because they're talking about something or Well, s- you know you were happened. talking about uh, competitions and giveaways. Mm. I used to have a, a, a co-host and a uh, chap that was co-hosting with me, John Beatty, who's still on air on B- yeah. BBC Scotland. And the competition, we, we got to a, a, a tie break and uh, we said to this guy, and it was a simple question. We just said, uh, uh, okay, tie break question is, spell embarrassed, right? And the guy went, ooh, uh, I am, and John lost it. John oh, Beatty lost no. it. He, and I just heard like that, right? <laughs> and when somebody does that, oh, no. I lost it as well. Of course, yeah. And of course, this poor guy. So I had to pull the faders down. Yeah. Uh, so it was just that, and, and he was struggling through through the spelling. And I would open the faders and go, go on. <laughs> Beatty got up off his seat and walked out the studio, right? Total amateur. <laughs> Total amateur. Just left me there. Crying, laughing. Yeah, to to pick things up. Oh, so so embarrassing. I remember talking of embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. talking of uh, well, actually, the the two linked together. Actually, um, talking about um, expensive mistakes. When I was doing breakfast show on XFM Manchester, Mm -hmm. 
2006, something like 2007. And uh, I did that for a couple of years. And there was one bit, it was a huge prize. We were giving away a signed Vespa. It was signed by the Gallagher brothers. Um, that This is the sort of prizes they give away on XFM. Uh, a scooter? Yeah, a little right. Vespa signed uh-huh. by the, it was an Oasis sort of like, right. you know, it had all the, all the pictures on and stuff. Um, it, there was a trip somewhere. There was £10,000 cash. There was, like, it was a big prize. And it was, essentially, it was like hangman. That was the game. So right. you, we had a phrase. We went, we've got this phrase. It's uh, 30 letters wide, uh, long, sorry, and uh, wide. 30 <laughs> letters long. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm so tired. That's one of the widest words I've ever <laughs> it's heard. It's a really wide yeah. word. And uh, and all you've got to do is uh, is have a guess and ask if there's a letter included. And I would say, there is a H in yes. there somewhere. You know. Right. And the idea, when we had the meeting, we were like, so this should last for six weeks, this competition, because it's a huge prize, uh-huh. okay? So we're all sat in the studio, me and the producer and the, the son to who used to do the, did the news, and we're all talking about the competition. And I said, and the phrase was, it might be, you know, what's the story, Morning Glory? Let's say that was the, the phrase. And I said, oh, that's the, so that's the thing, is it? What's the story, Morning Glory? Great. And we've got four callers waiting. And I go through to the first one. Fortunately, it was just after the brand... Ross thing, so right. we were pre-recording every phone call. Nobody came through live, and I say, okay, uh, we got Margaret here in uh, in Cheadle. Uh, so, Mar- why don't you have a little guess at the phrase, Margaret? And uh, she went, um, "Is it?" This is the first caller that uh-huh. we've ever had on the competition, a six-week competition worth thirty odd thousand pounds. She said, "Is it? What's the story, Morning Glory?" <laughs> and we all looked at each other like, "How?" And then, as I looked down, I realised. I had my I'd had my fader up and she'd heard oh, no. every single word of our conversation. Oh no. Which fortunately was technically cheating and right. we got, so we got away with it but that would have been an expense. No mistake. actually Margaret it's not. <laughs> it's not now. <laughs> Jason. Jason Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Fred McCauley is still here. Unbelievably. I can't believe he's still here. I, th- I thought you'd have gone. And it's this ten guy to ten. He's so unprofessional after the, the years. <laughs> he's sixty-one. He usually has a nap, <laughs> and that's NAP for the youngsters listening, not APP. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've been talking about expensive mistakes this morning. You are not allowed to say children or ex-wives or Weddings, husbands or wed- yeah. yeah that sort of thing. That's not that's not what we're after. It's not you just having a dig at your ex. That's not not what no. this <laughs> that's not what this topic is. Um, Susan Paradise. That's a good name, isn't it? Is that for real? Susan Paradise. Oh, what a name. I know Ethel Purgatory, but that's a new one. <laughs> she says, I once bought a beautiful picture from a shop at a discounted price. I was feeling pretty smug about my purchase. I was congratulating myself on the, myself on the drive home, but got distracted and got a speeding ticket. I now have a constant reminder of my indiscretion hanging on the kitchen wall. Imagine being distracted by your own smugness. <laughs> We know a few comics that that's happened to. <laughs> Absolutely. It's easy done. Uh, Darlo says, I accidentally paid £1,199 for a Doctor Who jigsaw in Blackpool in the early days of Chip and Pin, as I didn't check the amount and the shop owner missed the decimal points out. However, the shop owner himself realised and phoned me the next day. He Get this, Fred. He drove all the way from Blackpool to Coventry right. to deliver the cash as he didn't want me to have any problems paying the bills. Cash back? What a lovely man. Wow. Lovely fella. Lovely fella. Some sort of some sort of tax, well done, tax thing going yeah. on there, I'm sure of it. Andrea Kennedy, uh, not putting a security passcode on my son's Kindle, he spent £60 on Amazon video downloads that no one was interested in. Oh dear. That one. And this one. Now, this one's a little bit dark, right? But I'm going to go with it anyway. Uh, this one was from a chap who will remain anonymous uh, by his own, because he wants to. He said uh, his dad had been, was taken ill and was in hospital and was dying. And so he sat by his bedside every single day. He paid £6 a day parking for the to stay at the hospital. And after a week or so, he thought, this is getting, you know, too much. I'm just going to pay for the week's pass. Right. So he paid £12 for the week's pass. And his dad died two hours later. There's something about that, I think, where that, that's the sort of thing my dad would do. Uh-huh. Just to sort of go, have, have a bit of that, son. <laughs> Sunday mornings, 8 till 11. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where 
Real music matters. I'm embarrassed to say that I'm on tour now when I've been looking at what you're doing. 180 <laughs> gigs, 10 times the size, the venues. I know, but I've got 10 times as many children to feed. Very <laughs> good. <laughs> so many children. Uh, so, Fred, you can check out his decks, fredmacaulay.com. If you're up in Scotland and you fancy seeing uh, a masterclass in comedy, a 30 years of show business, yeah. then uh, go and see Fred on tour. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, now, we are, I'm going to talk about Idiot Amnesty uh, shortly, but okay. over the last 30 years, you must have had odd things happen in the audience when you've been on on stage. Uh-huh. It just, it's just one of those things, isn't it? Weird thing, th- things go on in the yeah. darkness when you're yeah. on tour. I've, I don't know if this has happened to you, Fred. Twice in a week, I have had somebody collapse in the audience right. at my gigs. Uh-huh. That happened in Dudley last week. Fortunately, that happened at the end of the show, like as I was just wrapping up and it was like, thank you very much. And then, and then the lights came on and, and it was just because it was too hot uh-huh. in, the, uh, in the auditorium. She, she, she went up, she, she, she fell. And uh, absolutely fine. She's totally right. fine. But both of these stories, by the way, the people are fine. Um, and then a few days later in Newcastle, I'm about, about 20 to 10. The show finishes about 10, 10 past 10. 20 to 10, and it's a commotion on the second row, and another audience member has gone yeah, down. Right. Collapsed. This one was a serious one. This one was a, um, you know, they were, it was, there was CPR going on. There was also, it was uh-huh. pretty harrowing, I've got to tell you. Um, weird quirk of fate. It was my third night in Newcastle. Um, at the City Hall. And the first two shows were fine, but the third one, I was sort of about 70% capacity. There was about 300 seats uh, empty in the afternoon. So I said to the promoters, I went, look, you're not going to sell these. Let's just give them away to NHS staff Mm -hmm. and some emergency service crews, you know. So we gave away about 150 seats for free to local 999 crews and anybody with an NHS. So on the night when I'd said... Is there a? I mean, she couldn't have picked a better night to collapse. Uh-huh. I says, any? Is a doctor in the house? About forty people ran uh-huh. to the front of the the auditorium. And uh, anyway, obviously, it was one of them. I just, I said, let's, you know, that's the end of the show, folks. I think let's just all, you know, we've had a nice night. Let's, you know, let's let's leave and let's leave this, give this woman a bit of dignity while the the, the guys work on her. And uh, the. Then afterwards, I she the ambulance was outside when I was sort of leaving. Uh, sort of half an hour later, the ambulance was outside, and she was in the ambulance. And I sort of said to the guys there, I said, uh, "This this um, one of the paramedics." I said, "Do you mind if I? Is she is she all right?" Uh-huh. He went, "Yeah, yeah, she's up and about talking. Let me go see if she's you know, she wants to say hello." You know, so she said, yeah. "I went in, had a chat with her, and that typical British thing." She went. I'm so sorry. Seriously. She said, I'm so sorry. And she was only young, you know, she had a heart defect she right. knew about. And so she was just, but she wanted to live a life and she wanted to come and watch some comedy and, and have a bit of fun. And she apologised. And to she you. was like, I'm so sorry. I feel I'm so embarrassed. I've ru- yeah. I ruined the show for everybody. I said, I promise you, it's absolutely fine. Please don't be sorry. In fact, right. I said, the only thing to be sorry about is you didn't do it half an hour earlier because I could have seen the half nine Infinity Wars. I could have got to the cinema in time. And she's, she was like laughing. Still she was laughing. like, don't, don't, don't make me laugh. laugh. It hurts. I was like, I'm sorry. Please yeah. don't go. But yeah, bless her. I'm sorry. Can you believe that? But you must have had some weird things happen to you. Uh, there was, you know, if somebody gets up and goes out, you you engage whoever they've been sitting beside yes. in conversation. Uh, and at the fringe a few years ago, a guy got up and he had a, a Springbok rugby top on. Yeah. I said, "You're South African." He said, "Yeah, yes." And uh, I said, "What are you up to?" He said, "I'm going to the bathroom." I said, "All right, off you go." Right. So there's a girl sitting beside an empty seat, and I said, "Are you are you with him?" She said, "Yes." I said, "Are you South African as well?" She said, "No, I'm Scottish." And I said, "Oh," I said, "Are, are you romantically involved with him?" She went, "No, we're engaged." <laughs> yeah, collapsing. I, I once at uh, a, a corporate event, I do. I used to do this thing called the Life Sciences Industry Dinner mm. every year, um, which was you know for biotechnology companies. So there right. was a room full, six hundred people, scientists and doctors, mm. and somebody collapsed. While our first minister, Miss Nicola Sturgeon, was on, she was health yes. secretary at the time. And there was a commotion. And the commotion primarily was doctors turning their back on this guy because they thought, I'm, I don't want any. Oh, this no. guy's a goner. Leave oh, him. Oh, no. <laughs> but, I don't want it on my record. Yeah. So I had to, I had to interrupt the First Minister and say, I, I think we should 
Um, started, I think we'll just take a 15 minute break and get yeah. this guy sorted out. But uh, And again, thankfully, he was fine. But I couldn't believe how many people were not interested in helping him. Well, you know what was funny about this one was I, di- I didn't realise that. there are, Obviously, the, p- the person you want in an emergency situation is a paramedic. Like, mm. uh, you know, obviously you think, oh, well, a doctor would be better. But we they're know. actually not equipped in that situation there was a moment where this paramedic was working but obviously nobody knew what anybody's job was because nobody uh-huh. had a uniform on and there's a paramedic guy and this i said is any doctor in the house as a, as a layman i was like any doctor in the house uh the classic phrase and a guy came running uh running over and um, this geordie w- later turned out was a paramedic this geordie sort of turned around and went he said I- i'm working on him yet and he went he went i'm a doctor i'm a doctor and he went well i'm a paramedic he said what he went? What what sort of doctor are you? Went. I'm a GP. He went. Sod off, mate. <laughs> well, <that'd> <laughs> a GP. <laughs> what are you doing? Tell, tell him to come back in a week. <laughs> Hang on. Where's my aspirin? I'll, I'll, I'll get him. I'll get him fixed. Yeah. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. So after my sort of slightly. I mean, my harrowing experience. Obviously, more harrowing for the people who collapsed. But there was there was just a moment of being on stage in Newcastle when I was watching this happening in front of me. And I was, obviously, my, I was like, oh, please be all right, please be all right, you know. And obviously, as a comic, you uh, there's a moment where you're thinking, well, how am I going to get this back? Yeah. Like, how am I going to win the? How am I going to get the audience back into comedy mode? Like, and that's when I called it. So let's leave it. And I, and, and obviously, because I'm by myself, it's only my. Um, family have come up now to Glasgow, but when I was in Newcastle, I was I was all alone, you know, mm-hmm. and I didn't know anybody, and I, I felt really sort of a bit down. So when I got to Edinburgh the next day, when I finished the show, instead of going back to the hotel and just sort of chilling out, I went. I found about three doors down from the Playhouse a club called Planet, okay. a bar called Planet, uh, owned by a drag queen, karaoke bar. Right. Our oh, mate, what a night! I tell you what, they can they can party those guys. And girls, it was Planet amazing. It's called Planet, right, yeah. Okay. Oh, it was fantastic. <clears throat> it was great fun. And you, you partook? I just went up, I rocked up, and I, you know, I did the classic. They were like, uh, uh, they were like, are you going to do one? I was like, no, no, I don't. You know, I'm not going to. I don't know anybody. I don't know anybody. Uh-huh. And then you know, it's you know, Scott. You know, people are so friendly in Scotland. Come just, on, big man. Come on, get a song. Get you can up, sing. Man. You'll be fine. And a couple of somebody bought me a drink. And then after about another three, I was get like, up. Do you know what? I, I think I'm actually did. I, I got up there, and of course, as regular listeners of this show will know, there's only one song I do on karaoke. Tom Jones. Like, I just thought, what the hell has happened to well me? Done. I'll tell you what, I got. Off, I couldn't move for drag queens as I came off. Right. They were flocking around me. They all wanted a piece of Manford after I'd done that oh, on stage. Where are the photos? I want to see that. They are all redacted. Right. <laughs> Can't see any of them. I wonder what reaction I would get if I stumbled into Planet. <laughs> right. Do you know what I think? You, right, man. I think they'd like you. Yeah. Like, are you a karaoke? Uh, do you get like yourself? Uh, have done now and again. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have a karaoke song of choice. No. Uh, although, um, what was the thing that Ewan McGregor did with Nicole Kidman? Oh yes, uh, come what may. That's it. Yeah, yeah, I've done that a couple of times. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah it is with a female. Yeah. Oh right. Well, you I just... could do it with one of the drag. You could have actually. Yeah. Well, I Acts. did. I, yeah, I did. I I ended up going back and doing a uh-huh. uh, a song from Aladdin with one of the barmaids. It was a hell of a night, guys. I tell you. But well, I felt a lot better afterwards. Uh-huh. It was great fun. <laughs> <laughs> Idiot Amnesty is on the way very shortly. Uh, so let us know. It's the to- it's the time of the show where you're allowed to just tell us absolutely anything, and we will not judge you Go for it. when you've been a total idiot. This is. Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. We've been talking expensive mistakes this morning. I've been really I've been really impressed this morning, actually, because I was expecting at least maybe three or four texts of 
uh, when I bought tickets for your show, Jace, and not but one none. person, nobody bit. Excellent. And I, I'm very proud of you because that would have been an easy. That's like a tap in. That's like the balls come over that's, the keeper's head. <laughs> yeah. And you just tapped it in. So fair play to you. Bigger. Good. Bigger than I thought you were going to be. Are you enjoying the tour? You're loving it. Yes, actually, yeah. absolutely. I, I mean, I started in. Uh, I started last year really doing some warm stuff, and I started in January. But um, yeah, I am really liking it. It's, I, I've, you know, you've sort of. You know, you know you've worked hard on something, uh-huh. and 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 so you turn up on a, of a of an evening, and all the hard work's been done. So actually, you can just enjoy yeah. the night because you did it. You've done it all. You did the the gigs in the middle of nowhere, reading bits of jokes off you know paper. <laughs> Scraps like, of paper. Yeah. yeah. What about this one? And them going no. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> there is nothing more satisfying of what we do than a new bit working. Oh. It's just, oh. Man. Yeah, it's great, isn't yeah. it? It's really fun. Yeah, and um, I'm at that point with my show where I'm trying to um, any new stuff I come up with now. I, and this is I learned this from Sarah Millican. She told me that to do this. She said after after you've done it for you know a long tour like we like we do, like after you've done it for two months and the show's locked in, any new bits you need to bank and right. just and save for the next tour okay because i'm so undisciplined that i'll just be like this funny thing popped into my head today yeah, and, and keep it and, and yeah your show gets longer and longer but yeah i mean i came off Tuck it away 20 past 10 last night oh, I went, and i started at half seven yeah you know it's you know a lot of people say leave an audience wanting more i say leave and forget i've had enough <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, it's enough that chess. I've got one of these new uh, digital watches, ah. which I, I, all it's, it's a four hundred pound stopwatch. Yes, that's what I've got, <laughs> uh, and I, I can now set it, and it just oh. after forty five minutes, no encore, folks. Thanks very much. <laughs> halfway through a halfway through a, a joke, a joke. Yeah. that's it. Time's up. Night night. That's what thirty years yeah. gets you. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Ovaltine in the dressing room. Don't want it tepid. I had I had a moment on stage the other night where I was doing this story about this fella who I um I met on a speed awareness course from Glasgow, funnily enough. And I was sort of doing the conversation. You know, sometimes you do the conversation um, on stage. You do the head turn, so you sort of look to the left to do your bit, and then yes. when he does his, his bit, he looks to the right. You know, it's like there's nobody else there. But and did you, you get it wrong? And halfway through, my brain just went because it's right at the end of the first half. My brain was like, "Oh, let's have a cup of tea at the interval." I don't know why it just popped into my head. It's like, "Oh, should we get? Let's get a cup of tea at the interval, oh, right. a couple of biscuits. That'll be nice." And in that moment, I forgot which side this imaginary man was stood on. <laughs> The audience were looking at me like, "What's he doing?" That's not the way. That's not the way Jeff from Glasgow was. He was uh-huh. that way. It was very a good five minutes. I of thought confusion. you were going to say, it and, and it turns out I'd said that out loud oh. about the cup of tea. <laughs> oh, and I'm going to have a cup of tea. In a bit. Anyway, that could easily be done though. Sometimes, yeah. crikey, I've I've definitely had moments on stage where I think, "Have I just said?" Have oh, I just that said is this? the worst. Yeah. <gasps> Awful, and mm. then they're laughing, and you think, are they laughing because it's funny, <laughs> because or are they laughing because I just said it, and, yeah. I'm, and they're laughing at me? Oh, horrible! I remember in, in Norwich once, I did ten shows in five days. Jimmy Carr suggested it. He said you should what? do a, you should do two shows in a day. You know, I was, it's a terrible idea. It's all right if you're a robot like Jimmy Carr, but when you're a human being, it's hard. And I was in the, I think I was show eight. It was a you know a nine o'clock show, and I'd done I'd already done a six o'clock show. Uh-huh. And I was in the middle of it, and I said to the audience, "I said, oh, that's funny because um, it's like Ralph here in the front row.' And I oh, know Ralph. Not. He was he was <laughs> at the show. show. <laughs> yeah. So Gee. you don't know Ralph. Ten shows in five. That's half a tour for me. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it takes me a month. <laughs> man, oh man. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio, where real music matters. It's been good fun. Oh, I've, I've had love having really you here. I'm always, I'm a huge fan, so it's been really lovely to spend Thank a bit you. Ditto, of time with likewise. you. Likewise, uh, we're going to go into idiot amnesty now. Okay, uh, this is where we give away uh, an egg cup. I've not actually give away the egg cup for uh, expensive mistakes. Maybe we'll find. Uh, a common ground between the two. There's some absolute corkers coming in. Uh, Paul Shepperton said he had a 1986 Queen calendar uh, signed by all four band members. Uh, got it authenticated and valued. Suggested reserve of £10,000. One drunken night, I gave it away to a friend in a stupid bromance moment. He moved away not long ago and I've never seen him since. Ouch. Oh, Paul, that is... That's not good. Uh, hi, Jason. I drove my company car into a fjord. Not a Ford. Uh-huh. A fjord. Uh, right. It was written off due to water damage and cost the company £23,000. It was three days old. There's quite a few car-related ones. Yeah. I'm guessing that's Norway. 
That's yes. coming from Norway. I yeah. guess so, yeah, unless yeah. he's got a fancy word for a puddle yeah. where he, where he <laughs> lives. <laughs> uh, John from South End says, uh, Jason, I'm uh, talking of expensive mistakes. My sister sold her BMW five years ago and bought a new Mini Coupe. Um, Dad was in her old car and he was following her in her new Mini to sell the BMW to a private buyer when they got to a roundabout. He thought she had stopped and hit her with her own car. Both cars were a write-off, so she not only lost the £6,000 she was about to get for her new, for her BMW, but she wrote off her new Mini, which was only insured third party. And since both cars were owned by her, she got nothing. Zilch. That is a painful one. Oh, that's oh, awful. That's a tough one. I mean, I feel... How were things with Dad after that? <laughs> oh, Dad. We'll laugh about this in the future. I feel embarrassed to send you uh, an, egg a, an, an egg cup. I don't know if it'll help. help. Yep. But John, there's an egg cup on the way to you for your, uh, ex- well, not your expensive mistake. In fact, I'm going to send you two so one you can send sister. one yeah. to your sister, but vet, not for the dad. Not for the dad. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Matters. In the amnesty we have now, Fred, so for the last yeah. part of the show, we just let people say, do you know what? We all make mistakes. We all do silly things. What is yours? Uh, you've you've had your eye out for well, something this morning, yeah, haven't the, you? The Sainsbury's CEO who made a mistake by singing uh, "We're in the Money." Unbelievable! The money. After the Asda right? merger, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he said it was because he'd seen Forty Second Street, and I was thinking, thank goodness, yeah. he hadn't been to see Book of Mormon <laughs> <laughs> or the producers. You might have. <laughs> that definitely could have gone wrong. Yeah, that if you've not heard that story, it's fantastic. He um he was getting interviewed for ITV about the deal between Sainsbury's and Asda, yeah. and I mean, mic'd up before the interview started, uh, they heard this coming through the uh, microphone. Got it. Let's send it, lend it, rend it, rolling along. We're in the money. The it's sky is sunny. Let's lend it, spend it, send it wrong. Also, the fact that he knows those, I only know. We're in the money. That's the only bit I know. How does yeah. it, he knows every, He knows it all. I bet he's been an arm dram. He, he must have. Yeah. Maybe that's what he thought. Maybe he thought, now I've got all this money. I'm, maybe I'll go into musical theatre. you got Abel <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I love the guys here at, uh, at Absolute who've um, who even put it to a bit of music as well. Oh, sweet. That's good work, production. He's got another career ahead of him. When the joint CEO thing doesn't work out, (laughs) he's off he goes. Fantastic stuff. Uh, So, but what's your idiot amnesty? We've got one more link left. Uh, Any, absolutely anything that you've done that you think, oh my goodness, I can't believe uh, I was an absolute idiot. Well, now you actually get rewarded for it. Joe Max says, after a discussion about birds, I asked my friend Zoe if uh, pecans still existed. <laughs> wow. John Walsford said, in my town, there's an old church uh, graveyard. Next door, there is a Burger King and some other fast food restaurants. Walking by there the other week, I heard somebody say, why would you put all those dead bodies next to a Burger King? It's so disrespectful. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. Time for Hitler. <laughs> oh, sorry, we're on. <laughs> It's easy done. I feel it sorry is, for the yeah. guy. Easy done. It can happen to the best of us. <laughs> uh, thanks for joining in this morning. Uh, lots of fantastic uh, texts and tweets and posts and Facebooks and everything. It's been great. So thanks for joining in. The Idiot Amnesty. Uh, I think we might have a winner, Fred. Okay. I think we've got a winner. Uh, we've got Becky from Norwich on the line. Good morning, Nor- uh, good morning Norwich. Good morning, Becky. <laughs> good morning, Jason. How are you? Not bad on this sunny day. How are you? Not so bad at all. I'm in Glasgow, so it's not it's not really a sunny oh. day yet. But who knows? <laughs> it could be a balmy 17 by the time we get out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, tell us, Becky, for your idiot for the idiot amnesty. Was it you or somebody else? It was my auntie. Um, okay. She's a classic. Yeah, she uh, was looking in the <laughs> shop window with my uncle. Spotted a pair of shoes that she really liked the look of. Wanted to go in and buy them, and it turned out they were a reflection of her own feet. <laughs> I like those. Yeah. I've got a pair like that. I don't know. Yeah. She thought, oh, well, oh. yeah, they'll look nice. Yeah. And she'd already had them on her feet at the time. Yeah. 
Is she one of those that's got loads of these? That you just yeah, every, she every is. Like you see she, her? yeah, she's sat in the passenger seat of her car. Uh, husband, uncle's driving. She spots a police car, chucks the phone on the floor, thinking she's breaking the law. <laughs> she's in the passenger seat. <laughs> her sister lives Medicine. in New Zealand. She thought she would sort of fall off the end if she got past New Zealand. She's a wow. She's a she's a one. She is a classic. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And she sounds absolutely brilliant. Lovely, Becky. Is, well, there yeah. is uh, there is an egg cup on its way to you. Yay! <laughs> well, and put done. it in front of a mirror. Your auntie will think she's got two. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Becky. See you later. Thank you. Uh, friends, Bye. That's, that's the end of the show. We're done. We're Thanks done. again, mate. Absolute Enjoy the rest pleasure. of your tour. Thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your, uh, in inverted commas, <laughs> tour. Um, Glasgow, uh, Isle of Islay, is that how you say Isla. Isla, yeah, Isla sorry. Yeah. I'm going to try and say some of these. Inverness, Pe- oh, Peebles is something. It's more like a, a number of day trips rather than yeah, a tour. Isn't it? I'll Perth. be honest. Shetland, Paisley, yeah. well, everywhere. And into England, Berwick upon Tweed, very briefly. You find out more details at fredmccauley.com. I will be back uh, next week, of course, same time, uh, in a different place, but on this radio uh, station. And of course, you can listen to all the podcasts. Uh, get in touch on absoluteradio.co.uk. Have a great week. See you later. Bye. <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.